Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Morell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. We say greetings to each one of you and welcome to the show. This week we are talking about transitioning into a healthy place. Transition, what does it mean to transition? Transition means to move from one state to the next state. Um, When I think about transition, the first thing that comes to mind is a butterfly that goes through transitioning stages where they go from a caterpillar to a larva um, to a cocoon and then into a butterfly. It transitions and matures from stage to stage, place to place, becoming according to its original intent. And one thing that I recognized, and this conversation is coming from a book that I wrote with my late sister, uh, Prophet Nina Williams, entitled I Am His Daughter, The Need for a Father's Love. We talk about the transitioning into a healthy place when we didn't have the love we needed from our father. Um, My scripture is coming from Philippians 4, 8, a very common passage of scripture. It reads, finally, brethren, whatsoever is true, whatsoever is honorable, whatsoever is right, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. So what is a healthy relationship? One thing I recognize is that based on who you ask, you'll get a different version of their reality which often does not really speak to what a healthy relationship is often defined by a battered spouse as he or she loves me, I did something wrong, or I don't want to be alone, so I put up with whatever happens. A healthy relationship with self could be dealing with an eating disorder, having drug or alcohol abuse, physical abuse, sexual addictions. And all this while claiming to be healthy. That in itself probably hit some people because you were like, okay, Apostle Val, yeah, maybe I can find myself in some of those places. Maybe I have been in an abusive relationship. Maybe I've been the abuser. Maybe I do have eating disorders or 
I have abuses, things that, you know, yeah, maybe I do have some of those things. But this is what I want to encourage you about today. Finding wholeness, wholeness, wholeness of self is the key to being able to build healthy relationships with others. And it will also aid you in building a healthy relationship with self. Wholeness being nothing missing and nothing lacking in your life. And some may say, uh, possible, is that even possible? It is possible when we govern ourselves according to the commandments given to us by the word of God, led by the spirit of God, laying aside our flesh things and pursuing holiness in order to get to the place of wholeness. You know, when I think about the relationship I had with my earthly father that was not the best, uh, I had also a stepfather that really stepped in to do many things that my biological father did not. <clears throat> but what I recognized as a parent, what was instilled in me was to do the right thing for my children such that they will adhere to the teachings and obey not just me, those that govern over them, and obey God so that they're able to live what we deem as a successful life. Finding that healthy place often means that we have to lay aside the flesh things. You know what I'm talking about. When when we're governed by our flesh, we're after those things that make the flesh feel good. When the word of God tells us that we need to crucify our flesh daily, we need to die daily, take up our cross and follow after Christ. And sometimes we want to condemn people for fulfilling or satisfying their flesh. And that's something that we've done ourselves. Some of us still do. But we judge people, not really understanding what it takes for them to live out any moment. You can look at me, but you don't know my story. You can look at me and not know the pain I've endured maybe the pain I'm I'm experiencing at this very moment, you don't know. And so if there's something that's going on in my life that looks fleshy and you say, well, I don't even understand why why they're doing that, before you cast judgment on where they are and what they're doing, take time to consider yourself where you've been, where you are, where you desire to go, realizing that if it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, where would you be? For most of us, except for those who were given away at birth and maybe 
adopted or put into foster care or even orphanages that I see so many of when I travel abroad. The relationship with our parents was the first relationship we experienced. You depend on your parents to feed you, to nurture, and teach you the right from the wrong. But what happens when the individual that's your parent doesn't know how to parent and present to you what's needed? You end up growing in an unhealthy relationship. Again, as a parent, I've learned that your children learn and understand more than we give them credit for. And not just as a parent, but as a grandparent, looking at my grandchildren who are 7 and 14, and I want to make sure I'm right because they could be 8 and 15. (laughs) I just know they're 7 years apart. But at their age, my youngest grandson is wise for his age. He's intellectual, but also wise for his age, always watching, observing, and has something to say. The older grandson is laid back, but watching and feeling and understanding. They know more. They sense more. They see more than we give give them credit for. Back in the day, sending a child to their room, (laughs) we used to do it, go to your room. Now we send them to the room, they go in the room, the television's there, the the PlayStation is there, the cell phone is there, the pad is there, everything is there. So sending them to their room doesn't help them. It doesn't nurture them. It doesn't correct them. Oh, God. But we want to present healthy relationships. Another thing that we look at, it, even with our children, is that, you know, parents, if you don't have a healthy relationship one with the other and your children are watching, Mama, they know when you hide in bruises, Daddy, they know, based on how you talk to mama, how you treat her, that love is missing. They know. This is not what we want to show them in relationship. This is what causes the need for transition into a healthy place. Whew. I'm curious, how many of you listening or will listen later, like me, grew up without spending time with your biological father? Do you harbor feelings of resentment or were you lucky enough to have somebody step in? Like I said, we had a stepfather that stepped in and provided for me guidance. You know, I can remember getting my first car. 
an old beat up gray maverick that had to stick in the floor that I had to put oil in every day. I got that when I graduated from high school. While other people were getting the nice, fancy, shiny cars, I was in the back alley trying to learn how to shift gears so I could get back and forth to work and get to school. A healthy relationship sometimes is simply one in which you are free to express your thoughts, your concerns, your feelings, and still feel loved. That's what it might be. Just being in a relationship where you can freely express your thoughts, your concerns, your feelings, and still feel love. And you say, Apostle Val, how does that happen? It happens with a renewed mind. It happens with forgiveness. It happens with a right perspective of what that relationship should be. For me, transitioning to a healthy place in my relationship with my father made me ask questions about myself before I could even look at what my father wanted for for me or from me. I questioned, am I pretty enough? Is that why my father doesn't spend time with me? Because I'm not pretty, I'm not light-skinned, I'm not... Am, am I am I overweight? Is it because I don't look like his other children? Do they even want to have a relationship with me? Or am I going to constantly be ostracized? Every aspect of life that I viewed in desiring a healthy relationship with my father The more I viewed it, the more it led to more self-doubt and fear of not being good enough and not being accepted. And with those concerns and not being a part of my biological father's life was painful. 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 I experienced this pain of an unhealthy place with my father for 40 plus years. And then all of a sudden he's there. He's present in my life. He shows up as a constant as if he's never been missing. I can tell you all that emotionally transitioning into a healthy place in this relationship with my father took a toll on me. I didn't think it was selfish of me to consider my emotions during this process. I was hurting. But there were days when I wondered about my siblings. How were they coping with his desire to embark upon a relationship with me and my sister Nina now? I was in my 40s. Nina was in her late 30s. Will they resent him? Will they resent us? I'm still looking for a healthy place. Will his love for us diminish? Will his love for us diminish how they express love for him? 
Well, the fact that now that he's embracing his two other children, they're going to think less of him as a dad. My thoughts are this. We've been his children all these years. And he never, he has never really embraced us. We've never had that healthy place with us. So why would it bother you at this stage of the game for him to give to us what's been lacking all of our lives? The unanswered questions and reality of the present conditions of this relationship could prove to be explosive if not handled appropriately. And in those moments, our relationship, my relationship with my Heavenly Father was what I leaned on to give me guidance in embracing this relationship with my father, my siblings, and other family members connected to it. One thing I know for certain is that transitioning into a healthy place requires forgiveness, not only of self, but forgiveness of others. For me, realizing that my dad wasn't perfect and not the fixer of everything, it sort of softened some of the ook that I felt. Because mind you, I'm in my 40s, and now my dad is just presenting as a constant in my life in my 40s. And I'll take that back. I was in my late 30s that he presented. And in my early 40s was when he was desiring to claim me as his by putting his name on my birth certificate. Transitioning into a healthy place was not easy. Not only did I have to come into the reality of who I am, but also of who my father is, was, and was not. Hearing my father, late 30s, say, I love you, sounded okay. But in 2016, before my father transitioned, and he had all of his children around his bed, and he said to each one of us by name with expressions of what he felt, say, I love you, was different. Knowing that someone loves you unconditionally can heal a broken heart. That's the transition, y'all. Knowing that someone loves you unconditionally. A relationship that was once unknown is now one that brings joy and provides radiance in your life. It still includes some joys and some sorrows, yes. But in our case, the revelation didn't occur until he had passed. So again, we're left with the struggle of others 
as you come into your true identity. He was my father. I am his daughter. And although the world didn't see it and didn't understand it, in his last days, he was expressing to every one of us, every time we were around, the importance for us to embrace each other as family, to be according to the Father's plan, our Heavenly Father's plan, knowing that our Father in his life was not in a position to give that to us until the end. The transition happened. Our Father passed away, and his transition was the beginning of a new journey for each one of us because each of my siblings had a very different relationship with our father, our earthly father. We all had ups and downs. We all had issues. But at the moment that he took his last breath, We couldn't be concerned about the father wounds that we experienced. We had to now think about family. We had to think about greater purpose. We had to think about forgiveness. We had to initiate forgiveness. And we had to move on. The transition began. Transition is still taking place every day. The thought of him, the thought of the conversations, the thoughts of the longing for the affection, the conversation, the love from my father that I didn't get makes me all the more excited that I got to experience my heavenly father's love and still get to experience my heavenly father's love. Reminded of the scripture that when your mother and father forsake you, that's when the Lord will take you up. He'll cover you. He'll keep you. He'll preserve you. He'll aid you in your transitioning into a healthy place if you will allow him. My brothers and sisters, I want to speak to the hearts and minds of anyone that's dealing with an unhealthy relationship, whether it's that unhealthy relationship with self, your parents, your siblings, your significant other, your children, other family members, whatever the case may be, I want to encourage you to take inventory of self first. Get in a rightful space and place emotionally, mentally, and spiritually with our Heavenly Father so that you can be aided in transitioning into the healthy place that you desire. Does it still sting a little? Honestly, it does. But it's so much better now, several years later, than it was when it happened. The love of God 
is so precious. Right relationship with the Father is so comforting. And he wants to offer that to each one of you today. Lean on God. Rely on the Holy Spirit to lead you as you are transitioning into a healthy place. Sometimes we can't do it alone. Sometimes we need somebody to talk to. I encourage you to find that somebody to aid you in this journey of healing. Because, again, ultimately, we want to get to a place of wholeness where there's nothing missing in our lives and nothing lacking. We seriously want to transition into that healthy place. And I promise you all that with the Spirit of God being our guide, by operating in forgiveness and offering love unconditionally, you can experience Thank you so much for joining us today for Empower to Empower Others. We certainly hope that that message encouraged, motivated, and empowered you to live your best life. We look forward to you joining us again for our next episode of Empower to Empower Others. Love and blessings to each of you.